This is the Tech Arts Network. Welcome to Church Grip, Episode 7. Digital Audio Workstation Standardization and Pro Tools 9. Church Grip is a 10-minute or less podcast about church media and technology. Today I want to talk a little bit about recording software. Since we've added multi-track recording capability to our worship center, it has become more evident to me that we need some sort of good editing software and system that we can take the recordings we do on Sunday and make nice post-mixes of those uh, particular songs that we've done. In our worship center for our multi-tracking, we record everything using Reaper. And Reaper's done a really great job. In fact, I'm recording this podcast using Reaper. Reaper takes 120 channels in each week for us and uh, has recorded them flawlessly without any glitches. I'm just not sure it's the nicest user interface or have the quality plugins that we're looking for to really create the best output product um, from the recordings that we make each week. Right now in our creative uh, communications department, we use multiple products for doing audio editing. Most of the guys that do video work are using either the built-in tools in Final Cut or they're using Soundtrack Pro to edit their audio. We have a small recording setup, which is a Pro Tools LE rig with a Digi O2 control surface. And um, one of our one of the guys on my team, Denny, uh, loves Pro Tools and is using that system to where I have uh, leaned more towards Logic and use Logic for doing my audio processing needs that I've had. Now, while this has worked, as we get into these larger projects and start working with more tracks and uh, start editing more audio and trying to produce a higher quality product, I'm really starting to feel like we need to standardize on one product and then get our team uh, orientated so that they all know how to operate and use the tools that are at hand, number one, so that we uh, can all work on the same files and move files around and be able to help each other get the job done at hand. But number two, and probably more importantly, to get a more standard, more consistent sound um, and each week so that we're, you know, really putting out a quality product. Now, I've defaulted to Logic in the past for a few reasons. Number one is value. Logic runs about four ninety nine for the full Logic suite. It's pretty much unlimited on audio tracks depending on your hardware and CPU requirements. It provides a decent set of bass plugins and virtual instruments to get things done, includes some mastering tools. Basically, it's a complete audio suite all in one package at a really great price. Secondly, it's very open to whatever hardware you want to use. Um, we've been using some PreSonus interfaces, and I'd like to look at potentially using maybe some Motu or some Apogee interfaces. And all of those are well-supported and work really well with uh, Logic, being that it's all just based on the core audio technologies. Also, uh, the real-time bounce um, limitation in Pro Tools can really, uh, you know, add some time if you're editing a really long project. So, you know, all of these things just kind of led me to um, using Logic. To be real honest with you, I hadn't really spent a lot of time with Pro Tools. It, I just knew that I tend to shy away from the 
from the vendor lock-in um, whenever I'm dealing with a product like this. And I tend to want to go to something that is a little bit more open and allows me to use uh, whatever technology. Also, the idea of having to carry around a piece of hardware with you just so that you can edit when you're working on a laptop and you want to throw some headphones on in Starbucks just really seemed insane to me. I don't foresee that we would ever replace soundtrack in our video workflow. It just is really handy to just take some audio right out of Final Cut, export it over to soundtrack, clean it up, throw your audio bed in and take that right back into Final Cut. The workflow works really well. And, you know, for the simple projects, uh, we'll certainly continue to use that product. I just really want want to get to using one product for our much larger products. We do some short films occasionally, and when we do larger events such as Easter and Christmas, we're definitely going to want to make real high-quality sounding and looking uh, product that we do a lot of post work on. And I'd really like to have a nice digital audio workstation standard that we can use to do that kind of work. Up until uh, yesterday, I was uh, assuming that was going to be logic just due to the value and that we need to edit uh, roughly 80 to 90 tracks um, from a regular performance. You know, logic just made sense. We didn't have to put the money into a Pro Tools um, HD rig to be able to do that. I know that wouldn't have been popular with some of the people that I work with, but just value and uh, getting the job done, I thought logic was going to be the best mix. So I was all set and ready to go, and then Pro Tools had to go throw a monkey wrench and everything. Yesterday, Avid released Pro Tools 9. And man, I just want to give a shout out to Avid. What a great decision they've made with this product. They've basically taken away every complaint that I've had about Pro Tools, um, other than maybe one or two. So what's the big deal with Pro Tools 9? Number one, uh, Pro Tools now supports any core audio or ASIO interface uh, right out of the box. So you don't have to run uh, proprietary DigiDesign or use the special empowered version of Pro Tools with an M-Audio interface to use Pro Tools. Also, you can use Pro Tools without hardware other than you have to have an iLock for the Pro Tools workstation to work. Um, While I'm not real keen on having to have a USB device plugged in, even though it's just a little thumb drive to get things working, this is much uh, nicer to work with than having to carry around an inbox with you or in our case, a large uh, Pro Tools uh, Digi O2 interface just to uh, be able to edit. Um, I definitely spend a lot of time editing and working uh, remotely and not in our particular studio room and being able to throw on some headphones and just use the product is is a great feature. They've also expanded the base uh, Pro Tools product from uh, being limited to 32 tracks in the LE version all the way up to 96 tracks. Now, that makes it workable in our environment for the number of tracks that we needed to um, work with on a regular basis. They've also added a few really nice features if you work in a video environment that used to be add-ons on the uh, LE version. They've given you the capability to import OMF files, and these are, of course, files that you can output from Final Cut so that it makes it a whole lot easier to take uh, multi-track audio right out of Final Cut, bring it into Pro Tools, um, be able to edit it, and take it back. Now, like I said, we'll probably still use Soundtrack for most of our smaller projects, but there are some cases where we're working on larger um, audio projects and being able to leverage Pro Tools and uh, have the workflow to where we can have one guy really cleaning up the audio and making everything sound great and doing ADR 
um, voice replacement while the video guys are still editing or doing effects uh, will really be handy to have as a part of the product. So there's still a couple of limitations that do uh, bother me a little bit with Pro Tools, but I think there are things that can be lived with. Number one is it still appears that uh, bounces real time. Um, I don't have Pro Tools 9 in my hands. I'm just uh, speaking off of the videos that I've seen and the, uh, the product release. But uh, it still appears like that that hasn't changed. Um, also, Pro Tools does not include a multiband compressor uh, as a part of the product. Both Logic and Soundtrack include uh, multiband compressors, and they're really nice tools. I use them all the time uh, throughout any of the mixing that I'm doing. So that's something that I'd really love to see. And if we do choose Pro Tools uh, 9 as our standard um, DAW, product, I will definitely be looking for a good RTAS multiband compressor plug-in. So what's the price? Well, Avid is releasing the standard Pro Tools version at $599. Now that's $100 more than the Logic Suite, but that is still significantly cheaper than what you were looking at before to get involved with using Pro Tools. So the deciding factor will come down to usability. Definitely going to put Pro Tools 9 and upgrade our existing Pro Tools system and really try both of them and check them out, but I think I'm really leaning towards Pro Tools 9. I've been using Pro Tools 8 a little bit on uh, my computer here and doing some podcasting with it and doing some editing, and overall I, I really like the workflow of, of Pro Tools other than the bounce output side of it. Uh, editing in the software is really nice. Uh, plugins look really great. Everything's very easy to use. So assuming Pro Tools 9 uh, stays in there and we can certainly throw 80 tracks at it and get decent performance out of the hardware we have, I think Pro Tools 9 will become the system that we standardize on. Thank you, Avid, for uh, removing some of these uh, crazy limitations you had on your product before and I really look forward to getting my hands on Pro Tools 9 and trying it out. Uh, you can be looking forward to a review of uh, Pro Tools 9 coming up soon here on Church Grip. Thanks for joining me today. As always, you can find us on the web at churchgrip.com. You can find me on Twitter. I am at OSSMac. You can also find Church Grip over at the Tech Arts Network site. That is techartsnetwork.com. Go on over to Tech Arts Network and check out all the great shows that are over there as well. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store and search for Church Grit. Thanks for listening and have a great week.